Welcome, welcome. So we are on episode two. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you for coming to the Good Vibe Show on Royal Ladies Empire Podcast, hosted by Jules Crown, dedicated to unity, mental maturity, and personal development. Um, this is a multi-part series. We are currently on part two of deciding when to let go when it comes to broken relationships. So we've already did part one. Hopefully you had a chance to get a chance to listen to that and go over the um, links that were shared and get get an understanding exactly what that was about, explaining what really love is. Because like I said, sometimes people get caught up with the idea of love without really knowing everything about love. So now we're going to move into saving the damage unionship. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Matic Clothing. He is in the building with us. Give a shout out to him. Go over to his Instagram at Mr. Matic um, underscore clothing. Check out his items, by the way. Just wanted to give a quick plug to him. He's the one that carries, you know, the Royal Ladies Empire um, t-shirts that you see. Go support that. Support him. Support us. Support we. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. I know I messed up, but can we try again? What if a couple needs to know if their relationship is worth saving? Well, let's look into this next blog. There's a, the link will be included as well. It's at herway.net. And this blog was written by Selma June. Okay. Now, Selma June gives us seven signs that tells us if we should even try to even save a broken relationship. Okay. First one says, your problems can be solved. There was no abuse, cheating, or betrayal. Even when the two of you argue, you both make sure not to cross the line after which there is no going back. And we're back. (laughs) So, okay. So there was no abuse. Okay, you're, okay. number one, your problems can be solved. There was no abuse, cheating, or betrayal, even when the two of you argue. You both make sure not to cross the line, after which there is no going back. If this is the case with your relationship, that means all of your problems can actually be solved. 
both of you just have to make an effort in making things work. Now, this is according to Summer June, okay, over at herway.net. Like I said, I will include the um, link in the description area so you can go over it on your own time with your partner or yourself, friends, however, group, whatever. The second one is you can't imagine a future without your partner. It's not that you can't imagine a future without your partner just because you've gotten used to them and just because this relationship has become your comfort zone. You really can't and don't want to picture yourself next to anyone else besides them. The third one, Selma June says, is you don't see your time together as wasted. This means that you don't regret choosing this person to be your life partner for this long. And it is one of those most surefire signs that your broken relationship has the potential of being fixed. The fourth one, you two are still best friends. This is exactly the case with your relationship. No matter what happens, your significant other is still the first person you have the urge to share everything with. Sometimes you guys probably see those memes that float around talking about, I want somebody to go to me even, um, even, um, even um, when they're mad at me or whatever, even though, <laughs> you know, I don't think you should judge your relationship or live by, you know, a meme or whatever, but that's just like one of those noticeable, um, one, of those, one of those in your face type of things that we probably take notice to or whatever that I can give the best example of this. You know, when you have something good, you know, you think of the first the first person or the first three people you call. It's usually like, you know, your parent, your significant other, and a good friend of yours. You know what I mean? Five. But there still exists physical attraction. The two of you are still very much turned on by one another. And no matter what happens, your sex life is really impacted by the problems that you face. Six, you enjoy being in your relationship. Fear of solitude is and should never be a reason to stay in a dysfunctional relationship. You enjoy being part of this union and part of a couple which I was going to say when I was looking at number five is like, there's a lot of us that, that, that go either from like relationships to situationships or in situationships. If that you could, you could be, you could be very much so attracted to a person or whatever, but you shouldn't just only want to leave it based on sex. You know what I mean? Because that's, Yes, yes, you may be getting like fulfilled, but as far as like sexually, but are you really getting are you really getting fulfilled emotionally? Are you really getting fulfillment of having that 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 whole package of having a life partner, having a teammate? 
you know, having full companionship, somebody to wake up to, somebody to go to bed to, somebody to attend events with, you know, somebody to have, you know, um, you know, you can you cry on each other's shoulders. Like you want the full package, like <laughs> not just somebody just coming through and serving you up and then you left all on your own. That goes for men or women. Um let's see, what else? What else is next? Seven. You and your partner still love each other. Whoever tells you that love is enough to save a relationship, they're lying. Because it takes much more for two people to find a common path. That is why one of the most important signs that you should fight to save your broken relationship is the fact that you and your partner still wholeheartedly and unconditionally love each other despite all the hardships. Okay, those are the seven signs that Selma June gave. Um, like I said, I will include the blog over at herway.net so that you can really get in-depth into it and read it. Um, because, like I said, the the actual blogs tell, you know have much more in-depth information than you know what you know we bring over here. This is just to this was by request, number one, and number two, this is just to you know, get a little, a boost, get a little start just in case, you know, you're going through something and you don't know which way to go. Um, that last one, sometimes people have this thing where, where, where they feel like love is supposed to work it on it, like work, work by itself. Like, just because they say the word love or say the phrase, well, I love you, I love her, I love him, that that's all it's supposed to be. Like, well, I love him, I love her, and then the relationship or the unionship or the marriage is automatically supposed to work. No, it doesn't happen like that. Like, that's why I did the first, um, the first part describing exactly what true love is so that you can understand that it's that there's a whole lot of characteristics to love and what you need to be able to possess or acquire in order to have a successful loving unionship in the first place so i just wanted to make that point when it got to that last one we're going to take a quick intermission and we will be back.
Yes, and we're back. Okay, so we are about to get into the next part of this. I want to go a little bit deeper into saving the broken, saving the damaged unionship. I want to go into a little deeper into that. Um, there's this next blog I found by the power of positivity, and it has five signs of save it to, to find out if your bro broken relationship is still worth saving. I will include that link as well so that, you know, you can go over it in depth and really take a look at what's being said because it is so much deep information over there. Like, I can't wait to, you know, you know, talk, discuss what some of the things that, you know, I learned over there that I want to share with you guys. But I'm hoping that um, you all take the time out to actually go visit the link and really see everything that's happened because sometimes we just don't sometimes we go through stuff in our in, in, in our marriages or in our relationships or in our partnerships and unionships and we just don't know which how to even get started to figure out which way to go. And I feel like some of these links that you know I ran across was it's just a great start. It just opens up the door for so many you know, other avenues, so many other ways and maybe give some type of hope, you know, plant some sort of seed. Um, five signs a broken relationship is still worth saving by the power of positivity.com. The first one is you still trust your partner. There cannot be intimacy without trust, and there cannot be a good trusting connection without open communication. Open communication is not about nagging or criticism. It is about expressing your feelings so you both can get what you need and hopefully what you want from the relationship. Now that's from the power of positivity.com. But what I learned is when it comes to communicating, especially through difficult times, especially through difficult situations and moments, is to seek to under understand and then to and then be understood. Like don't just listen just to respond. Really listen to soak in what the person is conveying to you, what they're trying to get across to you. And then once you made them feel and you and you actually do understand what they're trying to get to you, you then in return have the moment to express yourself so that you could be understood. That's when people mess up in communication. They just they just want to just 
talk, 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 you know, scream, 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 yell, yell, want, want, want everyone to understand what they feel, but do you understand how the other person feels? It has to be a two-way street. It has to be. Also, you have to pick pick times when it's proper to address the situation. Never address a situation when you're angry because that can easily lead to physical altercations or lines being crossed, like things being said, you know, or things being thrown or whatever. Like, it's always better to, you know, like think things out, calm down and really think, think out what you want to say. Even if you have to write down things that you want to say, you know what I mean? Like you may, you may feel better like writing down notes so that whenever you do get a chance to have that important conversation with your significant other, you won't forget your points and you will be able to make sure all points is addressed to your satisfaction as well, you know, as well as to make sure that they're satisfied with everything that they wanted to address and things that, you know, they may want you to understand. Whatever it takes to effectively communicate, especially if you really want to save a damaged unionship. You do whatever it takes to make sure that, you know, everything is a success so that you guys can continue to grow and move forward. What's next? Number two, you survive challenges with respect for each other. You've been through some hardships, but you made it through the rough parts by each other's side. Sometimes when we go through extremely emotional situations, we say and we do things that we we shouldn't do. Like there are some people that emotionally react to things and they, and they say and they do things that they regret instead of just really taking the time out to really process what's happening, what's being said, how this may affect, you know? But if you guys can really honestly get through the difficult moments and you guys and you guys have not disrespected each other or one party feels respected but the other one doesn't, but if both parties are on the same page of respect, you definitely can move forward because respect is a big part of any type of unionship. And we discussed that in the first part, how mutual respect is a big deal. Number three, you still believe in the power of love to heal. Love is one of the most powerful forces on the planet and we don't use it as much as we should. Give hugs, kisses, gentle rubs, and caresses to your partner as often as you think about, about wanting to do it. Physical contact helps stimulate the release of oxytocin, and that makes couples bond more strongly. Oxytocin is also called the cuddle hormone for a reason. You can literally heal your broken heart with oxytocin. Now that's from the power of positivity. Love does have the power to heal, especially if, if, if two people are properly and wholeheartedly are know what love is and are able to express it the way it needs to be expressed and felt and 
<laughs> utilized towards each other. Because love is so big, you know? Love is huge. I always say that. Love is so huge. And it's like, it can only work properly if you guys are just really understand how to give it and how to receive it. That's the only way that it works properly. So those of you out there saying, oh, love sucks, love love hurts, or love, love is bad, then obviously you're not utilizing it the right way or you're not seeking out partners that understand it and know how to utilize it the right way. It's a very powerful tool. It really is. Let's see. Number four, you acknowledge that you also play a role in whatever broke the relationship. How can you fix whatever is broken if you won't acknowledge that it needs to be fixed? There are two people in every relationship and both contribute to the health and security of the partnership. Neither one of you is blameless, but neither one of you is completely to blame either. That's what power of positivity has stated. So, yes, one person could possibly cause the blow up. But the thing is, though, what you have to come together on is how did the blow up happen in the first place? Um, is is it's not to say like okay, you guys have to blame each other or accept blame as in a negative way, but maybe think about some things that you could have unconsciously or you know or, or sub subconsciously rather you subconsciously did. Maybe a certain, maybe something, something that needs to be discussed, and maybe somebody's misreading it, and it turned into something else that's causing, you know, the damage in the unionship. You know, it's okay to sit down. It could be something so simple as, you know, um, it could be <laughs> it could it, it it could be a certain gesture a person does, and the other person takes that gesture as some type of disrespect. And it's like, maybe that person, maybe the other person that's doing the gesture was raised a certain way or was around certain people and don't mean any harm. But how would you know if the two of you don't sit down and talk about it? You know, if you sit there, if the other person sit there and says, well, this thing, this gesture, this person does is disrespectful to me. I'm not taking no disrespect. I'm gonna go out and do this and do this and do that. And next thing you know, the other person is like, oh, my God, how could you do this? You hurt me. You damaged me. You know, you disrespected me. Well, you disrespected me first. How? By that gesture that you do that gets on my nerves. I don't like it. But you could have just simply, as soon as the person did the gesture a time or two, you could have just simply say, hey, listen, why do you do that? Do you know whenever you do that gesture? It 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 is it, it just it comes across as disrespectful to me. I feel I feel a certain type of way. I feel insulted by it. Like, is there something else you could do that wouldn't that would be less offensive? You know what I mean? Like, just have a conversation about it. Oh well, the reason why I do this gesture is because 
you know, growing up, we did this, we did that. Well, growing up, if we saw this and we saw that, you know, we would feel this way, we would feel that way. But somewhere along the way, you know, that's where that love got to kick in, where it's like, I love this person too much to want them to feel disrespected. You know what I mean? So let me try to find something else to do. Let me find a whole nother gesture or whatever that I that, that I can put in the place of it because I don't I don't want my significant other to feel disrespected. I know that was a very simple minded, you know, example, but that was the best one I could come up with that was off the top of the head. But you guys get where I was going with it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> um, let's see. Um What's next? From the power of positivity. Let's see. What's next? <clears throat> mm. Oh, wow. I just wanted to say um, accountability with sufficient change is the greatest way to express your sorrow and commitment to making sure you save the damaged relationship. It shows dedication to what is supposed to be sacred, which that was just summing up about the, that little example I gave, you know what I mean? Having open discussions or whatever to seek to understand and to be understood, oh, trust me, will go a long ways in, in even preventing any type of damage in your relationship. Okay, the next one is, the fifth one is, imagine yourself separated. So the power of positivity starts off like this. Are you happy or sad thinking about breaking up with your partner? If you're happy, you will be smiling as you think about it. If you're not smiling, it's a sign that your broken relationship is still worth saving. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have to make that hard decision on if we want to be apart from that person. If we want to end everything that we've had going on before, all that history, all the memories. Um, is, is the damage so bad that the only way I could be happy is if I'm just free from that person altogether? Like, I not only see a life of happiness, I actually feel it as I think about it. You know, um, then it's best to go head on with, you know, the separation going with your life because you don't want to stay somewhere where you're not happy at. You know, um, if you, if you feel if you feel very sad and you feel very down and you know that deep down inside you want to figure out other methods to make everything work because your happiness you're very happy with that person you're very happy being with that particular person like that particular person makes you smile makes your soul smile you're just going through a rough patch it's not like it's not like that person is just all the way negative and bad, you just hit a bad moment, a bad patch. And but the idea of that person just lights up your world. You've done done some great things together, create some great memories. You just 
going through a rough patch. You've got to figure out some kind of way to, 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 to figure out where the problem is and how you can get past it so you can go back to being like that all across the board happiness you know what i mean like you already you already love that person that person already loves you and you guys are already you know pretty much happy but it's like you just hit a rough patch and you just need to figure out what's gonna work to get over that so you guys can just go back to the way things were before a lot of people can do that sometimes like i said it takes discussion maybe one person needs to try a little bit more Maybe both people need to try a little bit more, but it's definitely there, you know? If it's definitely there, why not just keep going? You know what I mean? So that was um, all from the um, power of positivity. Like I said, I will include that link because there's so much more in that blog that I, I didn't discuss on here, especially when it got to that part about um, the power of love healing. There's so much in-depth information over there on that that I think all of us could possibly use because it's important to, like I said, to know that if you use love the right way, it's a very powerful tool. It really is. Well, does anyone have any questions or have any statements that they want to make? Um, now's the time to do it. Um, I'll take a I'll take a call or two if there's any. Well, I have to say this concludes this topic of um, saving of saving the damaged unionship. This is part two. Um, part three will be up shortly. Um, I thank you guys so much for you know joining me on this. Um, feel free to leave comments if you want. And, you know, have a respectful discussion in the comment section. Like I said, the, the um, links will be included so that you guys can, you know, read the links on your own time, read the blogs on your own time and maybe with your partner or something and just really see the type of information that these blogs do contain. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Royalties Empire podcast hosted by me, Jules Crown, dedicated to unity personal personal development and mental maturity while bringing you interviews from entrepreneurs educators and entertainers please feel free to explore other episodes and leave your feedback remember to be blessed and royal and stay there thank you again